0: Good morning, and welcome to this episode of Word on the Block. Today I wanted to talk about the concept of whitelist grinding. And I brought this up because I was talking briefly about this with a friend of mine who has been on the podcast, Dash on Wizard. He briefly mentioned on the episode about the concept of how we're always grinding for whitelist, how we started in Web3. And a lot of your time sync will go into making yourself known in a community, being a present active member of a community, and the concept of what it means to provide your time in exchange for opportunity. I highly suggest you listen to that episode of the podcast, but I'm planning on doing a more deeper and more investigative exploration on this concept. For now, I'd like to provide my preliminary thoughts on the idea, what it means, and what this means moving forward because I have a lot of thoughts about this concept. This concept is not new. Well, actually, let's take this from the top. What is whitelist grinding and why does it matter? So the concept of being on a whitelist in general astounds me, but you know, everything wants to be exclusive. Everything wants VIP. And when you're on a whitelist, you get cheaper rates, you get no gas wars, you get all the good things that Potentially could lead you to a better flip here in Web3 land. You could turn that .08 ETH into 1 ETH just by being on the whitelist. Having earlier access to it so you'll be able to sell earlier. Being on a whitelist provides you many advantages. But think about the time stick that comes into it. There are many different schemes and different orchestrations of how people present whitelists to the public. A lot of the times it's the base minimum, which is... Having you consistently engage in a community while addressing the greater community as a whole with insight or information or just general conversation, being a human. Now, that's all said and good. That makes for a great idea because you do reward people who are objectively interested in a project or interested in a community. There's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of good things that come with being a participant in a community that you really enjoy. But think about this at scale. How can you have a meaningful conversation with 100,000 of your closest friends? At the end of the day, you are only one of the many screaming voices on the internet, meticulously typing as quickly as you can on concepts that literally change second by second. But the people who organize this kind of whitelist opportunity don't really care about the conversations that are being had. They may say otherwise, But they're not. They want engagement. That kind of engagement leads to better evaluations. Like I said on the last episode of Word on the Block, the realists win in the end. And here's a real thought for you. The people don't care about you. The people in that community don't care about you. The people who run that community don't care about you. What they care about are margins. And in their eyes... Having a 25 to 50% engagement rate is amazing for them in an evaluation. That means that half their community isn't bots. That means their whitelist is oversubscribed. That means that they'll have great secondary trading, which means for more belief in what they are doing. It means more financial support. It means that they can market you and the community to outside investment because that is the most important thing in this economy. It doesn't matter about the influx of initial capital. Only people who try to rug you care about that. $70 million, $80 million in the course of three minutes. I don't know what to do after that. Let's be out. Participate at your own risk. So why is this important to you? Because there is the concept of how I brought up at the top of the episode, the concept of whitelist grind. Now, there are many different ways this happens. I actually tried participating in this, as in trying to observe, report, and grind for whitelist i didn't participate in whitelist grinding which is well whitelist farming is the better way to put what i'm about to talk about so let's talk about that i was in a discord chat that was flying literally second by second and all of a sudden i notice the same 17 questions and they usually go like where are you from i'm in this place location thing i do this i want to travel there that'd be amazing for me to be there i come from here Mutual, general, international conversation of people in a community. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you start seeing that over and over and over again, it leads you to be a little bit suspicious. What are they talking about? Why, why does everybody... No one... Remember what I said? No one cares? They're just trying to put points on the board. Engagement. Be aware. Tag the moderators. Tag everybody. Create long threads. Have people engaging in your stuff create little raid parties, have people gather together to promote one person, to provide information, to provide opportunity. It's demeaning in my opinion, but you got to do what you got to do. Now, I've done some investigation, and this has existed in every medium. There are many different engagement groups built to create reactions and engagement, and you could pay for these. You could pay for somebody to take your Discord username, And just engage for you. That's what they do. Usually these people come from underprivileged communities where they have internet connection and they can make United States dollars for just typing and being a part of a community. Just spending all day just typing to people. Why wouldn't you take that dollar? All you have to do is stay engaged and don't get them banned. Seems like a pretty easy idea. And do this for weeks on weeks on weeks end. Time is valuable. Why spend your own when you could spend somebody else's? That's just the general name of the game. And this has existed everywhere. There are certain Twitter groups that shouldn't be as big as they are, but they have engagement groups that they pay to do reactions, comments. Happens on Instagram, happens everywhere in a social space. I mentioned this before. Your world is not as big as you think it is. The illusion of depth is what consistently diminishes you as a person to make you feel small and to juxtapose those who artificially are bigger than you. That relation is what all these companies care about. So what does this mean in the grand scheme of things? Well, to provide a little bit of historical context, back in 2014, I read a comic about something I didn't really understand. It's called In Real Life. It's a great comic. And it's about a player in World of Warcraft who's a part of a female-only guild. And she unintentionally becomes aware of the concept of gold farming. Thousands of people in China just taking accounts to farm for gold day in and day out to provide that gold to other users so that they can have a better, more enhanced experience. You're trading somebody else's time for your opportunity and the cost of dollars. Now, like I said, gold farming... Engagement farming, Twitter groups, Instagram groups, social media is an engineered product. Same thing with these whitelists. Whitelist grinding, an engineered product by the Discord communities to get you involved and create actual economic revenue. What does this mean for the future? Well, obviously there are different groups out there that are approaching this in different ways. This isn't the same everywhere. Having an over-engaged group is not really that great in the grand scheme of things. Having an engaged group of 100,000 people means you need more moderators, means you have to pay them full-time, meaning that they need to have a schedule. And Web3 is all about bootstrapping, about taking the distributed power of many and consolidating it under one roof. There's not enough financial spread going around in this game to be able to effectively finance good moderators, good community architects, server designers... Those who do feel the need to pay that understand the value of what they're trying to do long term. And long term is where people survive and actually make good money. Like always, time is relative. If you think you can make $500 million in the future, what does tomorrow mean to you? Some very creative places on the internet have done things like riddles. Things like nameless Jovians created an entire movement of creating cryptic engagement based around... Augmented reality games around participation in these environments that people don't necessarily get to express themselves in. It created collaboration. It made people wonder about projects that will exist in the future. It shows a level of design and care, and it made whitelist grinding more of a challenge rather than a chore. Mind you, when you make things challenging, it kind of narrows out your playing field by 50%. The real people who engage in that are willing to participate in your ecosystem, which means, generally speaking, you're going to have a better product because of the community that's around it. Some people decide to do it the raffle way, same way with Sneakers, the Sneakers app. Just raffle it away and may the odds ever be in your favor. The whitelist grind cannot survive anymore. That is toxic to Web3 as a whole. It diminishes people and it overall dilutes the value of a product because the products and the projects that embrace whitelist grinding ultimately will fail in their end goal, which is to create a product worthy of a community that exists. And if that community is fake and operated based on quick flips. Well, there was no value in your product to begin with. And then ultimately you were designing for a rug Or just not even a rug. You were designing for a failed product in the first place. And for those listening, I hope that I can leave you with a little bit of good advice. If a project engages in whitelist grinding, if it wants you to do this, if it wants you to simp, if it wants you to pretend to be something that you're not, it's not authentic. And authenticity is the whole name of Web3. What does it mean to be authentic in a digital world? Hope you enjoyed this episode. See you on the next one.